said, just come out play consistently, come out play hard and smart. Come and get me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't want any trouble. Just get out. Talk to shit. I don't want any trouble. Just get out. Talk to What up, what up, what up, everybody? It's your boy LVS here to run another rendition of the lovely FOS podcast. That's Free of Style, episode 6, I believe we are on. 666, what up? Throw the 6 upside down, what you get, the 9999 Lifestyle RP Juice World. Shout out, moment of silence. And we're back. So, what can I get into? Today for y'all on this lovely happy holidays that we have got going on this holiday season where we are bringing joy to all the people, all the podcast listeners. A little bit of housework just to start off the podcast as we go into a new year, a new direction, what will come about for the FOS podcast. Uh, We have gone through our troubles before about playing music on the podcast. That's a no-no. R.P. Fredo. That's a no-no. And then we still have these lovely soundboard clips that we like to use. But it seems that if I want to get on Spotify, which is the end-all and be-all of podcasting, shout-out the JBP, shout-out It's The Real, shout-out Breakfast Club, everyone else. And if we want to somehow get Hove's attention on to Tidal. Come and get me! What are we going to do in order to get us there? I feel like we're going to have to drop some of the soundboard clips. We're going to have to probably create some original clips, find some free sample clips. And that's kind of how we're going to go about getting on to towards uh, getting this podcast everywhere. Because FOS podcast definitely needs to reach as many ears as possible. So that's something that we're going to be gearing up towards in the new year and hopefully so you're going to see changes to the podcast but don't worry we're still going to keep the same structure still going to keep the same vibes we're still going to keep all the same material we're going to keep coming at you with the hot uh, hot takes we're going to keep coming at you with the advice and um, we're going to keep discussing uh, what makes us tick and talk that being said let's get to the podcast So, what do we have first up on the docket for today? We will be talking about an artist that is very near and dear to me, an artist that I've been following for the last few years here, an artist that goes by the name of Gabby, but you might know her more as Her. So, Her has been nominated for Grammys in the last two years. The project that is up for debate today is I Used to Know Her. If you watch the BET Hip Hop Awards, you might have seen her performance with YBN Corday. Um, they performed a track together, which um, was not the original song. Originally, YBN Corday was not on the track, but he then got added after some meticulous plotting and plotting. And uh, 
it came together. And I believe the track is called The Lord is Coming. The Lord is Coming. If you're familiar with the performance. And she's definitely slowly but surely coming into the scene. And everyone's loving her. No pun intended. And I, myself, have always been in love with her sound. She's got a very mystical kind of look and she's got very clean sound she's a very talented girl i believe can play every uh instrument that's out there she sometimes plays her own guitar as her background and that's what makes her one of the best artists out there today so i hope that her gets the grammy for whatever it is best r&b album project best new artist she definitely deserves it and songs like uh like on I used to know her the prelude EP you got songs like Lost Souls which is like a play on Lauren Hill's uh track which she samples and she just does such a good job of like bringing back she blends the old with the new with acoustic so many different sounds but what she's best at is R&B but what she's tr- starting to prove that she's even better at is just rapping them lyrics. She's got bars. She's got spoken word. I love every track off of the prelude. Um, she also puts together projects. You know, she'll put two projects out like she did with her original um, original project. And then now with the prelude and the one after, she has blended those together for your streaming benefit. Uh, the first, the prelude, though, is what I've been really stuck on because... It's got Lost Souls. It's got the Could Have Been with uh, Bryson Tiller, which is one of my favorite tracks. It's just got the kind of like synth in the background that plays. It's barefoot music. Shout out to Rory from the JBP. And then you got Tiller at the end of it. So what else could go wrong? Young Rambo. And then like one of my other favorite tracks off of it is Feel Away. It's just vibey, it flows. It's got like uh, trap drums in the background, some 808 drums. And it's a vibe, yo, it's a vibe. Just, I rock to it too. Like when, I, when I'm on the train late night at home, I'm just playing this and I'm vibing. Like I'm nodding my head, I'm moving my arms and I feel like I'm traveling through a soundscape when I listen to that. So if you haven't heard of her, go check out all of her projects. Every single project, uh, song hits. Uh, one cut off of the original, which I might want to share with you, is called Avenue, and that comes off of her volume two. So yeah, originally when she blended both her projects together, she had her volume one, which was a blue background cover, and then you could see her silhouette and gorgeous, gorgeous long black curly hair. And then she released her volume two which has the orange background with the same cover and, and all that. And then together you get the the transients between uh, blue to orange. But you need to Peeps Avenue. You need to Peeps Avenue for sure. And then if you haven't heard, listened to volume one, probably the best cut off of that is Focus, of course. Of course. Focus is like a track where he, he, she's talking about she needs you to focus more on her. So, boys, if if you're in her life, make sure you're showing her the attention that she deserves. Uh, she's a go-getter, though. That's why I, I love her. So, that's the little introduction to her. Another uh, female vocalist that I am just a, adoring of ever since the days of Purple Kisses with ASAP Rocky is You Named It. 
your girl Lana Del Rey Riba and she is definitely one of the best vocalists out there in our in modern time since we lost uh Amy Winehouse shout out Amy um side note I gave my brother the back to black of vinyl LP for Christmas just to give him that for his collection shout out Eric the architect from Flatbush Zombies he's the one that gave me the gift idea um I liked um Amy Winehouse before that but um when I hear Eric, the architects, rap on songs and say, I got my Amy Wine by now, it just makes me feel like that's such an essential piece to any uh, vinyl collector's collection. So, but back to Lana Del Rey. In the summer, I guess, she released her latest album called Norman Fucking Rockwell. And uh, so when you put it together, you got LDR releasing NFR. It just... I wasn't quite in love with the whole theme about it. Like, it's very Lana Del Rey to put out a project titled Norman fucking Rockwell. But then when you look at the cover, it's like, Lana, I don't want to know about Rockwell. I want to know more about you. So, like, why are you dancing with this guy on the cover? You're kind of alienating uh, male fans like me who want you to stay single. But this isn't BTS. This isn't um, a cult. This isn't some kind of fascist regime. Lana's allowed to get with whoever she wants. Lana's allowed to share her stories. I just, when you hear her go through a heartbreak, you really hope that uh, Norman fucking Rockwell didn't shake up her life. So, been peepsing that album twice. I haven't quite gone through the whole thing. I saw it in Urban Outfitters selling for like $41, 46 bucks. so it's expensive. I really wish I could still get Lust for Life on a vinyl. Um, and one of my favorite cuts off of Lust for Life is 13 Beaches. And of course, and Lust for Life featuring Abel. And Lust for Life. But um, my favorite track so far off of um, Norman fucking Rockwell has to be Doing Time. Because it's a flip of the classic Summertime, which is like, I don't know, just an old pop song. Uh, Summertime. I'm not sure exactly who it was by. Should have done my my research on that. But summertime is definitely like a classic song. And then Lana flipped it. She flipped it completely, and she's talking about doing time. It's just such a wavy track. Like it's literally in between like two acoustic songs, so you don't even know what hits you when it comes on. Cause you know right before that you have it. Fuck it, I love you. Then after that you have love song. So. So, uh, doing Time is definitely a cut that you need to peeps. And my second choice off of the album would have to be Mariner's Apartment Complex because she has a line on it like, don't look too far past where you are because uh, where you are is where I am. And that's the kind of shit where you're like, oh, Lana's hidden deep right there. And so like those those two songs are the reason... W- one, two of the reasons why I just love LDR so much and why she continues to wow me with every single album. Shout out my sister who put me on to LDR by playing her in the car. I had to rip her CD and make sure that I put her in my car. And oh yeah, so she it's basically a cover of the song Doing Time by Sublime. So <laughs> it's not actually summertime, it's doing time. My bad, but... Those are like classic songs, it's a classic rock and pop track, and Lana really did it justice. She for sure did it justice, and you know she's so beautiful, and when you hear her talk and, and sing, 
you just imagine being with her. So that's the kind of stuff that's going down with these female artists. But, you know, girls come first, so we let them go first. But now we have a little bit of subject material on the boys of hip hop. So let's give a shout out to those guys. I don't want any trouble. Just get out. As we transition to the hip-hop side of things, first off, I want to talk about Thugga, Thugga, Thugga. Thugger! We have Young Thug, who dropped uh, So Much Fun back in August, I think. And it was a really good album. whole way through, it played. It's like Thug is finally getting the recognition he deserves. He's finally getting... All, all of the sales he deserves. He's finally getting the radio play. He's getting the credit for com- uh, putting out a full body of work. Um, his YSL label is thriving more than ever. Last year, he took care of the label. This year, he's taking care of his, his himself, you know, making sure he gets a project out there that was a chart topper. Bumped it all summer. Mannequin Challenge featuring Juice, you know, other tracks featuring Uzi. You had... Um, little baby on there just like so much going down on so much fun it really was a lot of fun to listen to all of the visuals have been amazing on it um there was the classic mix hap with with machine gun kelly he originally was on the on the song taken off then put back on you had the smash hit the absolute fire blazing single called hot with gunner which he went on to perform on jimmy fallon every late night show that you can think of you had surfing with uh, gunna surf 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 ride the wave and then you had what's the move with little uzi vert and that was my my favorite video so far off the album uh, other um other reputable tracks that you could say, of course, is the London, tell them meet me at the London featuring Travis and J. Cole. But all of this I say in order to bring you to the point that Thugger has finally released so much fun deluxe version. He was teasing tracks on his IG Live in the studio with Gunna. All the fans were excited, hoping that he's going to drop these songs together. Uh, hoping that he's not going to leave anything off the deluxe. And lo and behold, he delivered. He gave us five new tracks. Diamonds featuring Gunna. Jumping off the jet. Jumping off a jet with Travis Scott. Die Today. Millions. And the hot remix with Young Jock himself. And we're going to get into a little bit more of uh, Cactus Jack a little bit later. Shout out Jacko. So my favorite cut off of uh, So Much Fun Deluxe is probably gonna have to be die today it's just like it's a worthy addition to the album uh but every honestly i have when i've been listening to the album recently all i do is just play the new deluxe songs because i'm just trying to get familiar with them and they're just really good tracks like and they're kind of a different feel to the album so you got so much fun then you got the deluxe you got those five new tracks to bang get to them jumping off a jet is arguably a wavy track but you know you're still gonna end up just playing hot remix all day so please 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 go give thugger some more plays go get his sound scan up make sure that uh you stream the album make make sure you hit that on title spotify apple music you name it google play soundcloud just get it get it streaming get those numbers up we need thugger to 
be recognized as one of the goats because that's all he is. He's a goat. On the same kind of uh, wave of things, we got Gucci Mane. Young Guap! Guizap! You know, he's been releasing so many albums lately and I just want to recognize him for continuing delivering with such a high quantity and quality of work. You know, the last project, Delusions of Grandeur, he had some fire-ass tracks on it. He had, like, songs with Uzi, Dolph. Those were my favorite cuts. He had the one track with Bieber, which definitely hits in the club. So many good projects coming from Gucci. This Christmas season, he dropped East Atlanta Santa 3. And, of course, lo and behold, the intros for every single East Atlanta Santa have been fire. This time around on the third rendition, he's got Jingle Bale's intro. And if you don't know, if you're not familiar, we got... It's kind of a play on Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells Rock. But he's talking Jingle Bales. And um, another reference point for the word Bales, other than Gareth Bale from Wales, is uh, the currency and uh, T.Y. The currency and Young Roddy project called Bales. So Bales basically is a whole bale full. A whole bale full is filled with cocaine and or product and that's what you want to move so you hope that you move in bales so the fact that gucci says that he's uh going to be rocking with the jingle bales intro he's got a video for it and everything it's dope nothing else can be said it's mad fire you need to go peeps it if you're unaware that's what's going down east atlanta santa Gave it a full listen through. It bangs. Definitely hidden. Definitely hidden. So I'm just happy that we got so much music hitting us. 2019, a lot of people hating on it. But all together, it's rounded up to be a great year for music. So much good projects to look back on. A big year for so many producers. We met some new producers that really flourished. Kenny Beats, we met him last year. But, you know, he was able to deliver... Uh, Netflix Netflix and Chill or whatever with uh, O3 Greedo, other projects. He also released um, Anger Management with Rico Nasty, one of my low-key favorite projects of the year. To in order to As we move on, though, in order to stay on the Atlanta tip, you know, we just talked about Thugger, we just talked about Gucci, there's a new artist, Free Bang Gang, Doe Boy. Not to be confused with Doe B, though, ironically. I'm just starting to hear about him, you know, there's so many names in rap that sometimes you get a little bit lost, hence why I thought it might have been Dobie. He's even got a project where he's got a little star over his eyes, so you think it's Dobie missing an eye, you think it's a posthumous project, posthumous, posthumous, however, whatever floats your boat. But he's delivered The Streets Need Me Too, and it's got some crazy features on it. I listened to Grave Digger with Young Thug, that was the one I jumped on first. That's the second track off the album mixtape, what you want to call it. There's two player with Gunna. He's got Key Glock, Little Dirk, so many fire tracks off of it. I'm definitely going to continue keeping my eyes peeled for your Bordeaux mean yard. And then so as we finish off for, with the South, I would like to talk about the Cactus Jack pack. Originally, um, I was expecting to see Smoke Perp on this. That being said, Smoke Perp recently released Dead Star 2. 
uh, under the imprint of Alamo in agree- agreement with uh, Cactus Jack Records, but I'm not sure where Smoke Perp stands on Cactus Jack right now because he's not on the Cactus Jack, Jet the Jack Boys pack. Um, but however, and neither is Octavian. I'm not sure. Like he's supposed to be on the album on the label as well. But really, it just seems like this is a Travis Scott and Don Tolliver EP. And Don Tolliver, if you remember, he was on Astro World, and uh, your boy Jack put out a video for it. Uh, just bear with me. He was on the track called, it might've been stargazing. No, of course not. It was, and if you don't remember, of course, Astroworld didn't have any feet uh, noted features on it. You had to really listen to it to actually figure out who was on it and so on. So it might've been, it, it could, it could have been any track. It could have been wake up. Could have been NC-17. But Don Tolliver's kind of got like a raspy voice, but it's pretty cool. Like, where's this kid even from? Don Tolliver, if you don't know, is from freaking... <laughs> His full name, Caleb Zachary Tolliver. So Don Tolliver is kind of a play on that. He's uh, 25 years old from Houston, Texas as well. So... Of course, that's why Travis is looking out for him. He's a fellow H-Town native. And it all makes sense. It definitely makes sense now. And it looks like on the Astroworld uh, album, he was on the track um, Can't Say. So that was, that was definitely a banger off of it. I know some of my buddies thought that that was one of the best tracks, one of my brethren really said that he was uh, starting to peeps Don Tolliver a lot. So the fact that the cactus, the Jack boys pack is out now, go give it a listen. It's, it's, I think it's only five or six songs, but uh, it, it'll hold you down until we get the next Astroworld too. So we'll see what's, what's good with that. I, I did just peeps um, the video for uh, what to do. And it's a pretty good track. Like it, it's wavy. It's, uh, again, you got the crazy Travis vocals. You got reverb all over it. It's exactly what you have come to expect from the classic Travis Scott sound. Now, I've heard people kind of debating whether or not Travis Scott sound will ever get repetitive, whether he needs to continue pushing the soundscape. I feel like he's got an, about another year of doing what he's doing before we're going to have to see like a complete switch up from Travis. We're going to have to see like, you know, something similar to how young thug has done with easy breezy, beautiful thugger girl going towards a more country's sound. You know, we might, who knows, maybe we'll see a little Nas X and Travis feature, uh, in the near future. You heard it on FOS first and I can't wait for that shit. It would be mad fire. Gang, 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 gang. G Herbo, are you familiar with him? Used to be named Little Herb. Uh, used to always make tracks with Little Baby. Still is uh, around Baby day to day, every day. And again, I can't say enough. RP Juice World. Uh, shout out to Little Baby. I hope that 
his uh, label is still able to thrive. I hope that he's able to continue managing more artists and hopefully he can find uh, someone that can help do the justice to his label and imprint, like what Juice World was able to bring to it. So shout out Lil, Lil Bibby, you know, free crack all day. Wish I grabbed those sweatpants when they're online and you were selling them. Free crack four on the way, hopefully. You should unretire, baby. We need you in the game. G Herbo, though, definitely one of my favorite artists of all time. One of my definitely, like, top three artists out of Chirac. Um, and I'll run through those three artists. Chief Keef, Little Dirk, and G Herbo. Fourth would have to come Juice World, And that's just... Be- and Juice World, you just fall there because you came, you came last. Before that, you you just had the original trio, and and then of course beyond that you got Fredo, and uh, who else beyond Fredo? Definitely just need to shout out Fredo there. So those those are my top five: Fredo, Chief Keef, Dirk, um, G Herbo, and Juice. And so G Herbo says that he was gonna be dropping sessions. Now I couldn't find it on title when I was looking for it. It did apparently get released like a few days ago, just after Christmas, along this, on the same day as the Jack Boys EP. So, but I haven't been able to give it a listen yet. But it looks like a lot of people are excited about it. It looks like it's uh, gaining traction. I saw it posted on Hip Hop Heads the, uh, earlier today. It looks like it's got a lot of tracks on it too, like over, over t- ten to twelve. So, new G Herbo's always welcome. You know. He was doing those Swervo uh, compilation projects with um, with your boy from 808 Mafia, uh, TM808. Shout out, shout him out, shout him out. Sh- shout out uh, the tra- Trap Easy, and honestly, I can't believe that uh, eight, that uh, your boy Trap Easy is is dating my girl from City Girls, Young Miami. Shout out City Girls. I hope uh, you guys' uh, child is is um very healthy getting bigger every day um but hopefully i'll be able to to at least meet both of you one day and let let you know in person that uh i admire both of you we back to back to g herbo sessions um all that i hope from it is that we hear more kind of g herbo from you know the Ballin' Like I'm Kobe days, Ballin' Like I'm Kobe mixtape, and uh, Welcome to Faisalan. Like, those are the projects that really got me into G Herbo. So, can't wait to see what's going down with uh, the Sessions, you know, project. Even G Herbo's uh, first album, which was uh, Humble Beast, was an amazing project, an amazing studio album. Sometimes studio albums don't always work out how you think they're going to go. Um, reference point uh yrn young rich nation with the migos that should have been when you first uh saw migos on on like an an lp but that didn't quite work out you know cocoon didn't quite travel the way that everyone else wanted it to do but g herbo continue to do your things i salute you my g um i I got on my g phasos on boxing day i picked up a pair of g phaso gore-texes so I know that's my own little remix on it, but you gotta give it up to the G Fazos. It's got a G on it, so it's all G. G? Yeah, G? Um, what are we gonna do to wind off the podcast? Of course, of course, we're gonna talk about Jesus is Born. The classic Kanye marketing. I saw a post by 
Uh, I saw a post by uh, Tony Williams, who's been working closely with uh, Kanye on all of his um, Sunday service uh, Sunday service installments, and he also worked cl- closely on Jesus is King. It seems like everyone was excited for a new Kanye project. We didn't quite get what we were nibbling for. We were hankering for a, a Kanye project that was over seven songs, that was over 12 songs. And all we got was, you know, freaking 14 tracks of the the choir. And before I go into tearing down the project, I want to let you know that one of my favorite tracks off of T-Lop is Ultra Light Beam. It's the intro of all intros. Chance did his thing on it. It's one of my favorite Chance songs. If you if you, you were to name one, and we're on this ultra light beam. We're on ultra light beam. This is a god's dream. This is a god's dream. Wait for it. This is everything. This is everything. Hold it. Ultralight Beam for that reason, just that little that little line right there is such a powerful song. And um, so, if you are to listen to one song off of Jesus Is Born, throw on that Ultralight Beam. It's that fire. Another good one is the second track called Excellent, where like the choir, like when that choir he reaches that high note where they're just like all going like ah, it's like a, a godly note. There's like A B C D F and then God. There's no G now. It's just all God. On God. I put that on God. And so excellent. The choir like hits that one note where they're like, excellent. And that's that fire right there. Like when they say that. So in order to continue the trend of just naming two tracks off of each project, I'm just going to let you know Ultralight Beam and Excellent are those two songs. Now, as I look at it, I can kind of see rain down there. It might be a little bit like water. Um, Water was definitely a, a song off of uh, Jesus is King that I, I was looking forwards to and I wanted to hear on it. Did we really get what we thought that we were getting from Coachella? Maybe not. It wasn't quite, wasn't quite the five star, you know, My Beautiful Dark Toast Fantasy is constantly being put together as the best album of the, the decade and you just don't see Jesus King up there with it so although Kanye's on this new journey the spiritual journey giving it up to God yay God we're still not getting the the masterpiece that we we've, we have been waiting for you know T-Lop and, and Ye definitely have not aged the best I think T-Lop probably aged a little bit better than Ye I just think Ye is a really good, uh, it's, an, it's a fe- feel-good vibe on it. So is Jesus is King. So you don't always need to have darkness with Kanye. You can have a little bit of light in each project. And a big theme in each of his uh, albums is light. Ironically, on Jesus is King, we don't get any light tracks. But we do get a lot about God, so it's good. I want to jump on to Jesus is King a little bit. I have a story to share about Use This Gospel. We had heard about the process of recording Use This Gospel, where Kanye told us that he was in the studio with Mace, and Mace was telling him how to put together the prod, the song and, and write gospel lyrics. And But then I listened to Kanye's y- Yandy leak tape, and I heard 
the original version of Use This Gospel. And I was a little bit stunned because it's, it's the exact same song. So, you know, clearly he had had the song in the works for a long time. Clearly he didn't actually just make it with Mace and, Cl- and Pusha T. There was a little bit of um, works going on beforehand. So don't believe everything you hear, you know, don't be misguided. You can't just think like, oh, you know, M- Mace is getting all the credit for this song. Like, shout out Mace, but it's not quite not quite the process that we were led to believe and i'm a little bit disappointed in that i I really wanted mace to be able to just make a song from scratch with kanye but you don't always get what you want darling darlings my podcast listeners my g's my brethren my internets everyone this has been really good time talking about uh, the state of the culture right before we go into 2020 it's amazing that uh, I was able to um, just think about some things that I wanted, wanted for this podcast going into 2020. I hope that we can reach over a thousand listeners. I hope that we can continue to not be uh, taken off the airwaves just for, for playing unlicensed music. I ho- hopefully we can come to agreement with uh, licensors and you know producers alike and everyone will be happy with the fact that Your boy LVS is uh, coming through, coming through big with big ideas and wanting to continue to push the culture forward and discuss the culture and be integrated into culture and definitely just all around looking forward to getting this podcast where it needs to be in 2020 because I know I have people that uh, rely on this gospel, no pun intended, and I know that we also have... um, people that are unaware of this gospel out here. So in the name of Lord Yeezy, Lord Yandi, Lord Jesus, we bid you adieu. We thank you for your, your listenership. We thank you for the good times that have uh, really just taken place in 2019 as we've gotten FOS up and started. It feels like we only just got started. We've been around for around six months now. It's been such a pleasure. It's been such a great year. And in 2020, we're going to have plenty more to talk about. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for just keeping your ears open. And thank you so much for being you. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Happy New Year's, everyone. Happy holidays. Stay golden, my friends. And fuck the competition. Murder them. Bury them. Bury all shit. Funeral shit. Shout out Fabulous. Summertime Shootout 3 was a great project. Back to my bullshit. We'll see y'all in 2020. Give it up. Give it up.